Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, pride, and control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CR Checkup Podcast. I am so excited to have each and every one of you here with us today. My hope is that I got a chance to see you either on Monday night at our Goodyear meeting or on Wednesday night at our Buckeye meeting. But regardless of whether or not you come to our meeting or you don't, or maybe you simply missed, maybe you live in a different state or a different country, and we just want to say we are so grateful to have you. We love you so much. We hope that you can join in on the conversation that we started in person at both of our meetings. And I know I probably sound a little bit like a broken record at this point, but we're coming in with this episode a little bit later than normal, and I apologize for that. But with all that to being said, um, right now we're, we're wrapping up our conversation about step two. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about that, that first part, coming to believe that he could and just understanding what God's characteristics are, what he is capable of doing. And once we understand that, we come to believe that, then um, we kind of look at this other part of step two, being restored to sanity. And I think this can be somewhat of an offensive kind of way of thinking. Um, I, I Maybe it kind of feels that way sometimes. I know I felt that away a little bit whenever I first came into contact with step two. And, um, you know, the step was suggesting that I needed to be restored to sanity. So I was kind of receiving that like, man, does are you trying to say that I am insane? And uh, insanity is, is defined as doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And if that means that um, I was insane, then that certainly was the case because I continued to do the same things over and over and over, expecting something different to happen. And, you know, uh, somebody once told me with insanity, as it pertains to those of us who struggle with drugs and alcohol, and probably many of us, uh, others of us, but um, he, this person said, uh, insanity is defined for uh, those of us who struggle with drugs and alcohol as doing the same thing over and over expecting different results, knowing exactly what's going to happen and doing it anyways. And that, again, is certainly my experience. And so if we look at insanity in this type of way, and instead of maybe this stereotypical kind of, you know, uh, way that we might think of insanity in society, um, just something that is very stereotypical and very, um, you know, demeaning, um, we look at it instead of in this way of, of just making same old decisions over and over, doing the same thing over and over, and expecting something different to happen, then I think we might be able to come into contact with this in a fresh way to be able to understand, first again, that God could restore me to sanity, and then two, that I am struggling in this type of way, and that I should desire to actually be restored to sanity. And um, sanity is defined as making decisions based off of a wholeness of mind or from truth. And, you know, those of us who, who have a relationship with Christ, we know who Christ is. Um, we believe what Jesus says about himself, that he said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so I love this definition of sanity, that we're making decisions based off of truth, um, because when we understand who God 
who Jesus is, then we understand and know and believe that he is truth, that truth does not exist outside of Jesus, that is a characteristic or it is a symptom or it is um, a result only that comes only from Jesus, that he is the truth. Other things may be true. There might be some truth in other things, but the truth in this circumstance and in, 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 in our uh, world, it, it, this is going to be very helpful if I can really adopt and believe and understand what Jesus says about himself, that he is the truth and that this does not exist outside of him. And so if I am trying to uh, be restored to sanity and instead of making decisions, you know, uh, if I'm doing the inverse of the definition of sanity where I'm making decisions based off of, you know, a wholeness of mind and truth, the opposite of that would be that I'm not making decisions based off a wholeness of mind or truth. And so if I'm being restored in that type of way, then I can come to this conclusion and this understanding, this belief that I'm now making decisions based off of truth, which is based off of Christ, which is based off of this relationship that I have with him that has a foundation and an understanding of who God is, like we worked in our prior conversation going into step two. And so... I think this is a really beautiful um, opportunity that we have, even if we have a relationship with Christ, even if maybe we've taken this step before, this is always a good opportunity for me to take everything back, to peel all the layers back, and to be able to have this as a foundation. Who do I believe God to be? I really, really need, I can't, I can't stress this enough how important it is for me to have a solid understanding of who God is and for that understanding to be based off of who he says he is and not what I expect him to do for me. It needs to be rooted in scripture. It needs to be rooted in who God is. And if I don't have a solid understanding of who God is and what he is capable of doing and what he's willing to do in my life, then all of these other steps are just going to fall flat. They're not going to make sense. They're not going to hit the way that they are meant to hit. And once I'm able to do that, then I can be able to start making decisions based off of a wholeness of mind, based off of truth, based off of what I know to be true about God and to be true about Jesus. And again, this is always a good opportunity to peel all the layers back and make sure that this is the foundation for our entire program and in our entire life. I often say inside of our groups that if I'm experiencing some type of adversity, I'm experiencing some type of, you know, a bump in the road inside of my recovery or in life, I can generally trace these issues that I'm facing, these struggles that I'm having back to one of the first three steps. And it can certainly be this in in this case with step number two, that I'm not, I, I, I may be clouded in my understanding. Maybe I'm neglecting or denying what I do know to be true about God, or maybe I'm just not making decisions based off of wholeness of mind. We talk about this with the HALT method. Am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? If I'm facing one of those things, then chances are I may not be able to make decisions based off a of wholeness of mind. I might need a nap or I might need to, you know, resolve some issues between a friend or between a loved one or, you know, maybe, you know, fill in the blank. Whatever it is, I need to be able to trace it back and be able to know and understand, am I making decisions based off a of wholeness of mind? When we were talking about this step we talked about a few things like the the um, effects or the rewards of being um, restored to sanity. 
because I think for those of us, for those of you who are as sick as I am, I need to, I really need to be convinced of this. I really need to be convinced of why should I be restored to sanity? And maybe there's only a few of you out there. Maybe that sounds kind of wild to you to, to think, man, I don't, you know, I'm, maybe I'm convinced that I'm living out insanity inside of my life, but I'm not convinced that I should even want to be restored. And so uh, I just want to talk about a couple of the things that we talked about in our meeting things that are restored to us. These are um, the benefits of, of being restored to sanity. And I'm just going to talk about a couple of these things. Um, and and I, I want to talk about these things specifically because they have a really good uh, balance between how I experience these things in my insanity and how they are redeemed inside of the sanity that is restored to me. And the couple of things that I want to talk about is I want to talk about strength, I want to talk about acceptance, and I want to talk about integrity. And these are the things that kind of get flipped upside down inside of our life. In my insanity, the strength inside of my life was super dependent on me and me only. You know, I had this really delusional way of thinking that, you know, everything has to be done by me. I have to be this pull myself up by the bootstraps kind of guy that I have to be self-made, self-taught. Everything has to be, I have to find the strength in myself to accomplish everything that I need to be doing. And if anything falls short, then it's all on my shoulders. I've got to do this. And this is, like I said, this is a delusional way of thinking. This is not the way that we were created to be. Um, we were created to be relational beings, that we were created to be in a relationship with God, and we were created to be in relationships with other people. And so in this 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 insanity, the, the strength part is so, it's so mixed up. I have it just my entire strength placed inside of myself. And this is what is really insane in my case is that even though I had that expectation on myself to always have all of the strength to be able to do everything that I needed to do, I, I often came to uh, into situations where I didn't have enough strength. And that's when I would go to outside substances. I would use drugs and alcohol or a whole avenue of different things to be able to try to give me strength to be able to make through, namely with my emotions, not ne not knowing how to deal with my emotions, and then turning to drugs and alcohol in order to be able to cope with those things. That I maybe you know, unconsciously understood that I didn't have the strength inside myself and I went seeking for something to give me that strength. And those things might have promised me the strength I needed, but always fell short in the long run. And so <laughs> this is the insanity of having this belief in strength. And what happens when we are restored to sanity as it pertains to our strength is that Jesus offers us the most wildest, craziest, unfair trade deal in all of history, and that is he offers us a trade, our weakness for his strength. He tells Paul, as Paul is asking to him to remove the Apostle Paul um, in the Bible, is asking God to remove the thorn in his flesh. He had this affliction that was that was keeping him down, that was hindering him, and he continued to cry out to God, and he was asking him to remove um, this this thorn from his flesh, but God replies to him saying, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. And this is what we come to understand is that we, 
boast about our weakness, that we understand that it's not by my own strength that I'm able to overcome, but it's actually through my weakness, through accepting my weakness and and surrendering my weakness to God is where I uh, am able to gain his strength, that I am able to tap into his power to be able to overcome through the strength in Christ, I'm able to overcome whatever happens inside of my life. I'm going to breeze through these a little bit because the second one is really important as well as the third. Um, The second is acceptance. And in my life in addiction, um, I was not willing to take, to not accept anything that was happening inside of my life. You know, I had the unique um, opportunity inside of my life growing up and in my uh, young adult life. um, You know, there was this theme inside of my life that the Leonard family was cursed, right? And so anything that happened inside of my life, any type of adversity I was facing, anytime, you know, I lost a job, anytime I lost a girlfriend, anytime somebody was mad at me, anytime. I got crossed. None of that was because of any of the number of terrible things that I was doing. That was because the Leonard family was cursed. And and that's me. I'm a part of the Leonard family and we're cursed. There's nothing I can do about it. And I I just had this really uh, great excuse (laughs) to not accept anything that was going on inside of my life. And this is the insanity uh, of, of living this way is that I can't accept life on life's terms. I can't accept responsibility for my actions. I can't accept the way that life is is happening. I have to make up things. I have to, it's delusional. You know, I'm not willing to see reality for what it really is. And what happens when God restores this part of our life, whenever I'm 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 surrendering to Christ and and he restores restores this acceptance we get this beautiful uh principle we get this beautiful way of living of living life on life's terms understanding and knowing that there is a greater plan that's being unfolded before me and everything that it, it, that happens even though maybe it wasn't necessarily God's plan for for some of the terrible things that happened to me or or to you maybe those weren't a part of his plan but understanding that he does have a plan of redemption that goes beyond and much, so much bigger and greater than anything that we could think or imagine and what we're able to do is accept our responsibility we're accept we're willing to accept our our bad choices we're willing to accept other people's choices, people's places and things, we're willing to accept the way that things are as being the way that things are. And I can live life on life's terms knowing that no matter what happens, if I should choose to accept it, that I can be living out God's will for my life and to be able to be a part of something that's so much greater than myself, to be able to accept reality, to be able to accept whatever I face so that I can overcome and that I can live in sanity and make decisions based off of truth, off a of wholeness of mind, instead of making, you know, excuses or making things up that are, you know, to try to make me feel okay with the things that I'm doing and, and perpetuating the issues that I'm in, instead accepting things for the way they are, accepting my responsibilities in order to be able to overcome and to be able to live serenity out inside of my life by being able to live out life on life's terms. And the last one that I wanted to talk about was integrity. Integrity was and is probably, it was the the biggest thing that kept me out um, when I was using. Um, I 
had made such a mess of my life and had made such a mess out of my word. When I got into the program, my word didn't mean anything. You know, if I said I was going to be somewhere, uh, that didn't mean anything. If I said that I would do something, well, that didn't mean anything. If I said I wasn't going to be somewhere, that didn't mean anything either because my word had no value. Um, I, I, I wasn't honest. I, I didn't uh, do the right thing. I, I, I had no integrity inside of my life, and that perpetuated itself in the sense that I was ashamed of it, uh, on top of the fact that I wouldn't accept that. And and this continued to keep me out there uh, using and, and in my struggles because um, I was so ashamed of the way that my life had worked out. Now, on the flip side, as I surrendered to God these these different areas of my life and worked through these this program and, and worked through these these steps and the principles, I was able to uncover a lot of different areas of my life. Um, I was able to um, you know do my inventory and make amends, and I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but it is important to to talk about in the sense that as we work through this and as we um, develop into the character that God has given to us, um, we find this newfound integrity that we're able to be a person of our word, that people can take our word at face value. And we say yes, it means yes. And when we say no, it means no. And that we do the right thing in this in any given situation because this is something that God has restored to us that our word means something now, that our character is is noble, that it's it's uh, we have integrity, and it's something that I want to protect now inside of my life. And so I really hope that, even, and there's so much more to this, but I really hope that this short conversation about um, what, what it looks like to be restored to sanity um, hopefully makes us think a little bit more about why we want to take this step and continue to work on this step and continue to live out this step two inside of our lives. As always, I would love to be able to hear some questions from you guys. Love getting to hear from you. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, if you're hearing uh, this podcast and you're enjoying it, would love if you hit like, leave a comment, and share it with a friend so that we can get these tools into other people's hands. And that being said, I love you guys so much. And until next time, keep coming back. Thank you for listening to the CR Checkup Podcast. This podcast is meant to start conversations, not end them. So we encourage you to continue having conversations wherever you're at. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. You can also reach us by emailing recovery at palmvalley.org.